Welcome back to the TaylorMade blog and podcast series. I'm Taylor Barkin, and I am here to talk about all things business, from the good, the bad, the ugly, the tips, the tricks, and everything it takes to run a small business. This episode is all about being a big part of something small, as opposed to being a small part of something big. To kick off this episode, I want to talk about a thought that popped into my head the other day. When I sat down to start this podcast and blog series a little over a year ago, I first was thinking, I'm not a household name, so will anybody really care? Then I stepped back to really look at what we've done up to this point in our lives. We didn't grow overnight and explode in ways like, say, big tech companies have, but then again, it's not what I ever wanted. Instead, I sit here incredibly proud of how far we've come in our own lives and what we've been privileged enough to impact our local community with. I realized that what I've created for my own life and thought of how many people are in the same boat. I don't know the exact statistic, but I know a literal shit ton of people run small businesses in this country. And if you are one or aspire to be one, you know just how meaningful of a journey this can be. We all have our own unique journey and path. And while something you build might not seem huge to others, it's certainly huge to you. And that's something that we should all celebrate. I've always felt like I'd rather control my own success or failures, and that I wanted to be in charge of the life that I'm creating. At the end of the day, we only have one life to live. And when you put that incredible amount of groundwork into creating something, it becomes such a meaningful thing. I feel like I've experienced success, and I'm not saying that in a cocky way, but more just like I'm a proud mom kind of way. And I truly feel like I have been a really big part of something small, and not a small part of something big. I'm truly proud of all that's been poured into building our business from nothing. I'm proud that we went from (laughs) being high schoolers in a garage, learning to screen print shirts, to having a company that not only funds the career for both Tanner and I, but for a team of employees as well. I'm proud of the times that were really, really hard and tedious, and this journey that we've been on for so long decade. We started with close to nothing and worked day in and day out until we could breathe and support ourselves financially, living and working in a growing city that's been expanding faster than we felt like we could grow with at times. I've always wanted our business to grow, but I don't feel the need to be massive because at the end of the day, that's not the type of life I want to live and it's not the type of life Tanner wants to live and the life we want to live together. And I feel like it's really important to define what that is for you. For some people, that's not enough, and they want more. But for many others, they want the same exact thing as me. A small business that has an impact in the small community that we've planted ourselves in. If you can truly define where you want to go, and this can change, then you can truly find contentness and happiness with where you are. If you aren't finding this and celebrating the little things, then you'll always be trying to find 
that grass that you think is greener on the other side, but the reality is that you will probably never find it. I'll be honest. I felt a lot of pressure to keep growing and to keep moving, and if I'm not, then I'm not experiencing success. After a lot of reflection, especially after going through a year like 2020, I realized where this pressure came from. It was pressure I found that I really just put on myself because of the society I grew up in and the society that ingrained this in me. Many of us have grown up in a society where hustle culture is the norm. For me, I knew I would go to high school, immediately go on to college, then immediately get a high paying job, or that was the path I was told that meant success. The society around me taught me that if I didn't go do those things, which is really hard and draining and not really healthy, to be honest, then I wasn't successful. Think about it. Where in that time calls for a break or self-discovery or just stopping to enjoy life? I want to talk a little bit more about the toxicity of hustle culture because I don't think we all truly just see how toxic of a culture it is until you really stop and reflect on that. One example in my life that felt kind of mind-blowing to me was when Tanner and I uh, went to New Zealand and we lived out of a van for a few weeks, which was an amazing experience. Uh, Not only was this time full of reflection because we were disconnected from technology, but it was also a time where we had a lot of really deep conversations with people we met uh, doing the same thing, living out of a van, from all different types of countries. Every night we would park and we would roll up to somebody hoping they spoke English. And once we found out they did, we would sit down and have our dinners and our wine and we we would talk all about each other's lives, uh, which is really awesome. And I would encourage any of you to do that. Um, But my point here is that a lot of them were approaching 30. We were about 24 at the time. And they all seemed very well put together and happy and like they came from privileged backgrounds and a lot of them were at the point where they were just starting their careers. I remember thinking in the first few conversations like, oh, these people are kind of slackers. Like they're almost 30. They haven't even like started their careers. Like shit, I started working a nine to five literally the day I graduated college and didn't see any time for break or years off or a gap or anything before or after college. That was actually something that was really, really looked down upon if I were to even suggest that in the society I grew up in. Like, oh, you want to take a break and not go to school? Like, you're lazy. I really looked at these people and took what they had to say to heart. They were so amped to start their next chapter of their careers, and I thought, why? It's because they put life before work and not work before life. They took gaps after high school to travel or just simply be and like find themselves and figure it out, figure out what it is they wanted. Their education was often paid for by their country, so they didn't need to worry about the stress of paying off student debt as quick as possible. 
like most people in the society. They took it easy so that they could thoughtfully find the thing they wanted to truly do in life. We're taught to figure it out by the age of 20. Most of us don't even know ourselves by the age of 20. And this wasn't just one couple. There were many over the course of two weeks. And all of this, these perspectives that they had really stuck with me. It made me really think about making life itself as meaningful as possible. And to have your work be a part of that. Not to have your work define your whole life. And I'm not sitting here saying don't work hard. <laughs> I've definitely done that over the years. And if you have a business, there's no doubt that you need to bust your ass to make it a success and to put that work in. But when you find the thing that brings you so much joy and passion to do, your efforts are rewarding and you're building that life that brings you passion, whatever that means for you. To me, it's running a business. To others, that could be something else. Tanner and I have never put money at the forefront of our why of running a business. Sure, of course, we need it to survive. We need it to pay for things. We need it to grow with us. And we always set goals around money for all of these reasons. But we never wanted to run our business to have that big house. I mean, one day that might be cool, but I, we don't need that. And we don't need all of the things Money is important, and I'm not saying it isn't, but that's not our guiding why of what we do and not how we define our success. To us, our why is being a part of something bigger, and to us, that's creating meaningful artwork that's relevant to our lives and our passions that resonate with our customers, and it's contributing to the community in ways we couldn't without running the business that we do. It's about building a team that we can empower to grow with. It's about doing right for the world through leveraging our network. And it's so many more things that stem far from the simple concept of money. So now to circle back to my original point, we have these pressures from the society around us, which become ingrained to us as individuals, whether we completely realized it growing up or not. I know for me, all of these pressures just felt like a natural way of life, and this is just how the world works. But as I've grown older, I've realized things don't need to be that way if we don't want them to be. And it takes a lot to kind of reverse that mentality, but it can certainly be done. When these things that we're told, you know, in the society at school and um, through our peers becomes internalized, we feel the need to always keep going until we reach success. And then when you hit that milestone, it's like, okay, what's next? Maybe that wasn't good enough or I need to do more. And this may or may not relate to you listening, but I know these are things that I have felt and a lot of people I've spoken to have felt as well. And it took a lot of constant mindfulness to not just understand why I used to feel like I had to just keep going after the next thing but to actively accept that I don't always need to be going after that next thing. And that things in life, the little things, are often more important. With time, I began to accept that I don't need to always be moving. And if we went a day without a sale, that was fine. 
And if I needed to take a month off to recharge my well-being, then I would, even if that meant sacrificing sales. I used to feel like, why would I take a weekend off if I could be using it to grow and get ahead? While all of this hustle did pay off for our business, it didn't always do my mental health any favors. When you're constantly running your batteries without giving them a true recharge, one day they just kind of stop working. What ended up happening when I stopped being so hyper-focused on growing and getting after the next thing is that I actually started seeing more personal and financial growth. I talked a lot in my last episode about how putting my mental health and well-being first actually made us grow in the pandemic, Um, but it has been something that has contributed to our growth for a few years when I started to really put that thought first. Suddenly, I was doing more things uh, simply from a place of passion, not pressure. One thing we have always done with our brand more is approach our design from a sense of passion and not what we feel like the market should want. And in doing that, Tanner, as our artist, created sets of work that truly showed that level of passion when you look at it. And that's what's made our products sell so well within that time. So when I started to think of how we run our business, I realized that this mentality is really how we needed to approach everything in our business and with life. And we often widely did, but we did realize that we were very hyper-focused on the growth and that that hustle culture really was ingrained in us since we were kids. When I started to take a few steps back to not work on weekends and block time out to travel places I always wanted to go and do things in our business just because I wanted to, like starting this podcast, the ideas sparked so much more than when I would try to force myself to sit down on weekends feeling like I needed to work and get ahead and grow, but then nothing would come out because my batteries were never truly charged. We have so many dream projects that we want to accomplish and go after in the coming years. But the reason we want to go after them is because we want to do them for us, because we feel passionate about doing them. And when you can build something straight from passion, it's always going to show so much better than if you built it from pressure. But it's hard. I get it. We've all mostly been trained to succeed. But that definition of success doesn't just need to be money. And it's different for everybody. Some look at success as high financial gain, and others see it as having a well-rounded life. We all see this idea differently, and I want to really encourage you to think about what that truly means to you. To me, in order to go after these fun projects we have in mind, we need money, of course. Money that I'm more than willing to work for. But the difference to me is that I know now that I will not do that at any cost. I will not reach a point of burnout just to get there. If I can accomplish these projects I want to see through from a point of passion and take care of my well-being while still smartly going after these things, then I feel like I've accomplished the level of success that I feel like is relevant to me. And this is really where the idea of perspective comes in. I think that comparison is really the thief of joy. 
because we all have different perspectives of what success truly means, you really do need to take a look at what this means to you. I just spoke about what that means to me, and I've worked really hard to not compare where I'm at to where anybody else is at. I don't want to ever feel like I haven't accomplished enough because I keep comparing myself, because I have a lot to be proud of. Instead, I want to look at how far we've come and what we've done and celebrate that all that has to offer. Because at the end of the day, if we aren't celebrating things for ourselves, we'll never be satisfied. Tanner and I were saving this very expensive bottle of Stranahan's for a moment where we felt like we experienced a lot of success. And suddenly, months and months have gone by and we never cracked it open. And then one Tuesday night, we said, you know what? This is what we have to celebrate. Like where we are at right now. Like we're happy, we're proud, and a random Tuesday to reflect on all of that should be a point of celebration. My definition of success might be closely aligned with yours, but it could also be vastly different. I don't know. And maybe you've never thought about it in this way. And maybe you haven't stopped to look back and be proud of yourself for what you've done, whether it's big or small, or stop to think about what that looks like for you. I know at some points in my life, I had to reevaluate what this looked like for me based on what I was told was success and compare that to what I felt like success really was. Whatever it is, I want to leave you thinking about your bigger why, whether it's your life, your business, or all of it together. Think about what it is you're doing it all for and think about what success means to you. When I shaped my mind to have our definition of success be a happy, well-rounded life full of purpose but have enough money to survive, I really started to stop and appreciate the little moments and the little victories and stopped thinking that I always need to be 10 steps ahead. And it truly made me happy with the life that we're living because it took the pressure off of myself. We used to have these, I mean, we still do have financial goals. And, you know, when you break that down, you look at what that looks like daily. And if you don't hit that daily, it can create a sense of anxiety. Like, are we not going to get there? Are we not going to accomplish that? But it doesn't need to be. And I think it's important to continuously check yourself on your why and how where you are compares to your bigger why. So let's leave it here. Jot down three things you're proud of that you've accomplished in your life for the past year, and then jot down your why to life. Sit on it and think about it. The next time you feel down or you feel awesome, think back on these things and see if you're truly working towards your why with what you're doing. Life is too short to not make it one worth living. So if you're really interested in either building something you've already started or going after the thing, or you are just a working professional um, you know, in a career, I really encourage you to think about that bigger picture. So I'll leave that there. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.